Alright boys, well, the Dota 2 7.31 patch just dropped. This is now a Dota 2 podcast specifically for this episode. We're loving the patch. Mark Giroux is loving Primal Beast. I am. I'm enjoying running them down and then using my ult on them and just... Like, you use your Q, you charge up, you charge through them into their supports, which happens to be today Rubik every game. And then you just grab them and you just smash them on the floor every time. You can tell it, like, it ends them. I, t- I did it to a lion and I tipped him and then he, he tipped me back because he was... Yeah, dude, he was BM'd. Yeah, he's we love to be... Mark, Mark ratios people on Twitter, dude. I do. We've become such a relatable podcast talking about the Dota patch. Yeah, <laughs> sure Dota pa- is yeah. Everybody, everybody here... Everybody here knows about the Dota patch, dude. Someone somewhere <laughs> knows. And they respect us for it. I didn't use my shower for a few days, and then the shower head doesn't work anymore. It's got, like, that rotating thing on top where you can change it from the super blast to the the actual gentle nice blast. But the gentle nice blast thing doesn't work anymore. And now it's just leaking out all all around the seal, I guess. Because it it knows you're a fucking naughty boy. Yeah, well, it got lonely because I I didn't shower for a few days. You don't get gentle anymore, dude. You don't get gentle. See, I can't do that because, like, I can't get like when I get into my bed really greasy. It feels like so I sweat too much. I have too oily, too much. I have too oily skin. Is the problem. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I still bathe. I, I just was on a bath binge. Bath binge. I wasn't going to bed dirty and greasing up. Yeah, this is all right. I was like, I know. Yeah, I was the like, all right. Cast. I don't like to do that. Yeah. The new, yeah. The new the new thing this year is doing a bath binge. I'm gonna take a bath like. Every day for like four weeks straight. Well, yeah, you can do that, but then your shower is gonna break. It so your shower head doesn't heart. work. Is that like yeah, the shower head? So now I gotta go to Home Depot and go get a new one. And it didn't. It doesn't work because you didn't use it for a couple days. Yeah, How that's that? weird. I just came back to it and it's just it was just pissing out everywhere. I or think this is a case just... of a uh, correlation does not equal causation. I think that's probably true. Sometimes they just get fucked. Like, at my ex's, her, her shower head got kind of fucked all over time because they had well water, so it had, like, a ton of, like, fucking... Oh, yeah, lots of minerals. Magnesium and calcium and iron and Well, water tastes water. really good, though. No, it doesn't. Are you on crack? What, what, what water tastes really good? Well, well, well water. water. Like, it's water hard. from the well, dirt. Well, dude, it's, water. Hard, it's hard water. It's gross. It's hard. It's, like... Bro, filled with all those vitamins and minerals, you don't even have to buy Centrums anymore. Like, you just drink the, water and then you the get fuck? healthy. Yeah, but you get trends? you get water that isn't healthy too. That's why we wa- that's why well water has like a lot of fucking purification systems and like water. Softeners. No, that's just for people that they just want to soften their water. I don't think. What do you mean really by centrums? Yeah, but water like multivitamins. Well, like what do you have an iron deficiency or something? Dude, no, yeah, I just take vitamins because I don't drink well water. If I drank well water, I wouldn't have any vitamin deficiencies. Dude, it's I don't know. It's kind of gross. Like it, it depends on where you are, but like. If you don't have a water treatment system, then it's like... This is Locke coming out of the closet as anemic. We literally... Yeah. I, this is literally what I just I eat so many bananas ago, that I'm just full of potassium, and so I have to even everything else out with vitamins. Yeah. Hey, do you guys... Do you guys take vitamin D over winter to produce... Uh, to prevent SADS, or whatever the fuck it's called? No. The seasonal no. affective disorder? I'm pretty no. sure if you go outside at all... Dude, like, winter... I, I'm not sun. going outside in winter. It's like minus 30. I love the winter, dude. Like, I don't know what to... I, like, the bad weather, and I don't feel bad about staying inside and playing Dota 2 all fucking day. That's a good point. Yeah, who do, yeah who doesn't I'm like fine winter? with that, but... Why do I need... I don't need to take vitamins to... Like, I'm not getting But I just gotta... Sad. Yeah, but I'm not getting any vitamin D from the sun, so I gotta... Take I think, fuck the sun. I just think I'm all Yeah, fuck the sun, goddamn. I had, a, to be hot as fuck. I had a South African doctor. He was this black guy, and he's like, You're from Canada. You need to take vitamins. You live in winter. Just take some yeah, vitamin pe- D. People, we people don't, literally well, just... You, you people, everybody in Canada should take Yeah, but people just say well, shit. They the, don't know what never, the fuck they're talking about. They just he's say a doctor. Never been Vancouver. He's, he's, he's a doctor. A doctor I, from where? Dude, no, 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 it doesn't even matter. Ask a lot of people. A doctor is not a nutritionist, and there's a reason why they tell you to go to a nutritionist, because doctors have, like, a limited scope of, like, diet. Like, it really, if you ask your doctor diet questions, there's only so many, like, they can really answer, and they'll tell you Mark, you're the stuff. type of guy that's going to go to the doctor and just not like what he tells you and leave. No. And just keep going back to living your life. 
Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> there's certain like certain stuff they'll get, dude. Certain stuff they'll know, like trans fat, red meat is bad for your heart. Like there's some stuff like that that's no, fine. Dude, but... They're gonna tell. They're gonna tell. Well, it Mark seems that... like you should be asking a nutritionist for that, Mark. Like they're that gonna, doesn't yeah. really check out. <laughs> they're gonna tell the doctor's gonna tell Mark that his anxiety is linked to his video game addiction, and he's just gonna be like, "No, nah, dude, nah, I'm gonna, no." I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch, sound right. I'm gonna switch doctors, homie. <laughs> Bro, I was just trying to get Zans. What are you telling me all this stuff? Is that what they give you? Because Zan is Zaniety, right? So anxiety yeah. and Zaniety together doesn't really seem like a good mix. Doesn't. Dude, what the fuck ever happened to Lil Zan? He's I'm pretty sure he died. No, I'm pretty sure he's dead. I don't think so. OD actually knew Lil Zan somehow. Who? I mean, Out- Outworld Destroyer? Yeah. Don't know how. I can't remember. Damn, she told, she told me about it. And I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, he's oh, definitely yeah. not dead, but like I literally haven't heard of anything like little Zan. From him in so he's British long. or something, right? It's not little. No, it's little, bro. It's little. Hmm. American. Fucking. Boy. Hold on. We got the we got the tablet googling right now, but it says a oh! don't have an internet connection. So oh, no internet. I guess it'll remain a mystery. Dude, Sorry, he looks guys. like a fucking train wreck. Little Zan. His name is Little Zan, dude. Yeah, he's not he's not dead. Well how old is he? Uh, he's pretty young, dude. He's like twenty something probably, like twenty one. Yeah, early twenties for sure. Oh yikes. He looks like well I mean like he got like he had like a He huge got all spike. the face tattoos. He had a huge spike of popularity, like if maybe like three, four years ago I think it was. And like he just like disappeared. I have no idea what happened to him. Okay, well people also ask what happened to little Zan. Yeah, well because um, I'm sure like everybody's who heard of him is wondering where the fuck he di- dipped off to. <laughs> oh, he's battling off? with sobriety, so he's taking as many drugs as he can to keep sobriety at bay. Keep sobriety at bay? <laughs> <laughs> battling with sobriety. <laughs> I'm battling this shit. Wasn't he battling dating some, motherfucker. some, like, street-edge chick? He was dating Noah Cyrus. Is that Miley Cyrus's sister or something? He, yes. Okay. So Billy Ray Cyrus's other daughter. Yeah, I just remember it because someone made that like picture of him. Like, she yeah. looks kind of Chinese or something. That pi- that's pi- just the picture. Locke, there was a picture of him like kissing her cheek, but his face was just like he wasn't even like puckered lips. He was literally just squished against her cheek, <laughs> like his whole face. <laughs> and people kept like they just turned into like a Photoshop nightmare. That's awesome. <laughs> God damn. God damn! Here, lock off. Is this music any good or what? I didn't. I wasn't a fan. Lil Zan, wasn't a fan. He's alright. He's not like here, here, lock. This is the original. I'm not really a mumble rapper fan. That's the original. Uh, Oh, I see. Oh my god, his nose is like pressed right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there's a lot. Oh my god. Here's one. Here's one lock. Here's here's someone uh, an edit that someone made. Him kissing Oscar from The Office. <laughs> That's, the That's good. That's amazing. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like it's just so good, dude. Damn, the battle with his sexuality continues. I remember when you guys blamed me for the podcast being an audio medium and then posting pictures. And I was yeah, I started well, the trend. Was, That's what everybody I knows the the Michael I mean, kissing Oscar face. Yeah, so. yeah, it's okay. Like, who, if you haven't seen The Office, like. You How have you not seen the artist? This is the finest show in the world. Oh my god, dude, relax. I you're redlining hard. <laughs> redlining hard. Oh my god, I thought he the best comedy I've ever seen. If somebody's listening to this in their car speakers, you probably just blew their stereo. You know what? This Nothing just a fuse can't fix. This is a warning to turn this, the audio down. Brought to you by Upstanding Citizens Podcast. Well, and you're unfortunately, gonna, you're this gonna ad gonna is auto tune the shit out of your voice or something, right? So it'll be okay. Oh. That was my uh, natural auto-tune. Lil how does Zan, auto-tune dude. actually work? Just auto, like, it just, like, rounds your pitch up and da- or down, depending on where you uh, are actually singing. I'm pretty sure you can set it to, like, different thresholds, so it'll, like, either auto-tune a lot, like, you could be completely out of pitch, like, completely, and it'll, like, completely just change it to be in, like, pitch, or it'll... 
must if you distort use a little the bit crap too. out of your voice or something, though, If right? you use a lot of it, yeah. If you listen to, like, T-Pain or, like, certain Kanye West albums. But they use it as, like... I only listen to VTuber rap, so I wouldn't really Dude, know. It's, a, yeah. it's like Lil Xan thing. is like, he's, like, talking about how uh, he, he was, like, battling with addiction. And, like, he's, he's fully accept like fully claims that he was a, dr- a drug addict and like he's like battling with sobriety instead <laughs> yeah battling with sobriety but he like he like fully claims he was a drug addict um and he said oh that, really the guy named little xan was addicted to drugs what yeah. well i'm just saying like he's that's crazy he takes he takes some responsibility for it is what i'm saying like okay um, but and then he says that his manager was like giving him drugs and therefore like keeping him in a bad place but it's just like, well, dude. He probably like, doesn't do anything when he's not on wait, drugs. Wait, wait, well, no, it's like, is that what really happened? Well, I'm sure that's probably what really happened. But he's but probably like, asking him. He's probably like, give me drugs. That's what I mean. Fucking he's like, fired. Yeah, yeah, it's like, are you not like, are you not asking for the drugs? Like, is he forcing you to take drugs? I mean, like, sure, you're a drug addict, and you're probably not going to turn it down. You're probably going to want yeah. it, but like, it's I not mean, like, uh, it's not like back in the '60s where the manager's like shooting you up with heroin so that you can get out of bed to go perform with Velvet Underground, you know. The Velvet Underground. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I miss the 60s, dude. What a good time. I miss it, too. You know? The good Times old days. Vietnam War. Yeah, just a uh, fortunate son playing while you're fucking in a helicopter <laughs> flying over <laughs> the jungle. Amy. And like, yeah, you just hear the fucking talk of the VC down below. I'm the Lorax, and I speak for the trees, and the trees say something in Vietnamese. Did you see Apocalypse Now? I watched that Uh, movie recently. I think we talked about this last time on the podcast or something. It's still stuck in my head, so we we could have, but... Yeah, or you mentioned it to me, like, in a probably I've been mentioning it quite a bit, I think, so... Yeah, I honestly, one of my least favorite Vietnam movies... Yeah, it's and like I love I love like war history and like especially anything related to Vietnam. Yeah, I and wouldn't say I, it's historically accurate. Well, it's just like it it's completely like away from like the actuality of the war. It's more right. about like an SOG like special operation, and it I think it is cool how like they portray like I don't know like what the fuck they're portraying about like someone going insane, but. You know, like, the way that they portray, like, the uh, insanity and, like, almost, like, the shell shock. Yeah, it's just, like... the soldiers. It showed the transformation of multiple different people in different ways. It was very interesting. It is cool. Like, it's a cool, it's a cool movie. It just, like... It's, I watched the director's cut not that yeah, long that's, ago. Yeah, that's on Netflix now, and it was... Yeah. Uh, it's, like, three and a half hours long or four hours long. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it, just it was wasn't very... Holding, um, it just wasn't holding my attention. Yeah, like it that. definitely is. Uh, I don't know. It's different. I, I like, would say it's not for everybody. Is a good, is a yeah. easy way to put it. Like I don't know. Like it's it seemed like a movie that I would have liked, but I just what, I couldn't get into it. What was that documentary you and Tristan were talking about? The Ken Burns. Vietnam? Yeah. Ken what is Burns, that? Viet- I've never like, heard of Ken Burns. I think it's Ken Burns. Let me double check. To make sure I'm not spitting shit out of my asshole. Because I remember you said something about that, and then all that I could think about was Bill Burr in Mandalorian. Yeah, okay, so it's called The Vietnam War by Ken Burns. By Ken Burns, okay. So is it like a multi-stage, like, it's a, breaking it, down it's, every it's battle, a, or it's what? An, it's an episodic documentary, so kind of like World War II in color. Oh, okay, okay. World War II right. in color is good. And it's, yeah, it's a 10-episode, 18-hour series about the Vietnam War, and it covers, like from the years of the French occupation all the way to the end of the war. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, it's really good, dude. Like, very. it used to be on Netflix. It's not anymore. But, like, I probably watched it, like, six or seven times when it was on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, That's it's, quite it's, a, it's very yeah, good. Quite a few hours of Vietnam. Well, I just, I watched it, like, I would watch it in the, well, after the first couple times, like, I just had it on in the background while I was Oh, just kind of like a, a basic bitch watching The Office over and over? Yeah, but just because, like, I like war history, so I figure, like, why not just, like, watch something informational? Fire the Panzer Shrek! But, yeah, like, (laughs) they talk about the, uh, they talk about, like, the battle from, like, We Were Soldiers in one of the episodes, and, like, um, it was actually, like, pretty, We Were Soldiers apparently is pretty accurately portrayed. That's Mel Gibson, right? Yeah. I remember that movie. 
I, I can't so. remember most of those Gibson, people. They kind of blend Hanks? together. Is it Tom Hanks or Mel Gibson? It's Mel Gibson. And what, what was the other one? It was with uh, the guy Tom from ha- Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was the one that was World War II and Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is yeah, yeah. But Saving Private Ryan is one of my favorite war movies of all time. And they Saving say Private that's, Ryan is great. That movie that's really accurate, too. Interesting. Like, the, the beginning fight, like, I, when they stormed the beach, like, just how chaotic yeah, it is, and, then, and people and holding their limbs and, like, crying. Yeah, and, and then, and then like, literally every single piece of World War II media after had to have an Omaha beach landing. Yeah, yeah. it did. Well, it's so iconic. It, it really is. It's like the I wonder, back, dude. Yeah, but it's like, what, the war there was four, in a different no, There was four beaches. There was four beaches, dude. Yeah. Like, does it have to be Omaha every single time? Like, well, like, you gotta like have the American boys yeah, showing off, thing. you know? I mean, Utah, Utah Beach was Americans, too. Yeah. But, well, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what beach it was, but the guy that wrote all the James Bond, uh, Sir whatever his name is. Probably uh, sword. Is he British? Probably sword. Because that's where the British were. Okay. Well, uh, he was on... Uh, like a destroyer or cruiser or something. And then they literally beached the ship, still firing cannons at the bunkers so that he could rescue a tank or something. It was really wild. Yeah, there's like Juno is where the Canadians were. Yeah, good old Juno. Juno. I wonder how we did on Juno. I actually don't know. I'm assuming both the same as everybody else, but a little bit better because we're better. For some reason, Canadians are just really good at killing people not eh, sure every, everyone's good at it we need to we need to finish watching yeah. band of brothers yeah i wanted to bring that up because if they made a vietnam yeah vietnamese band of brothers i think that would be super cool to see oh like you want to see like a bunch of vietnamese people like uh beaching Normandy? a band of brothers yeah Bunch what of Vietnam- what? A bunch of Vietnamese people landing on Normandy in 1944. <laughs> 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 Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! Landing craft door opens. Toma! If you take the Vietnamese, like the Viet Cong, and you transported them into World War II times with AKs and everything, do they win against any country? No, they won because it was homeland defense, dude. Not because right. they, they yeah. hid in the jungle, and America only America didn't even necessarily lose. They just like they lost ec- economically. They couldn't con- look if they wanted to. They could just decimate it, but they didn't want to just nuke they it. Lost. They didn't want to. They lost. They lost, dude. There's yeah, no way that there was no winning that war, dude. Right. They pulled out though because they couldn't. They didn't want to keep spending the money. Is the main reason? No, they, they dude. They pulled. They pulled out because they fucking lost. Like it, actually, you gotta well, watch the watch the Ken Burns doc. Wasn't it like a proxy where like the the Chinese yeah. were sending a bunch of arms in? Yeah, well, so it was Russia. Russia. It was basically Russia China Russia. versus. Dude, the U.S. Yeah. literally knew they lost, and they were looking for a way to pull out that made it look like they didn't lose. Right. Literally, like is like it's like uncovered in CIA documents. That makes sense. Like they I were, really, yeah. they, yeah, were they were literally looking for like a way to be like, oh, the public don't want it, guys. We didn't lose. We have to leave. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, so, they, they, they had nukes, though, and they could just, like, like continually bomb them, and they'd kill too many Yeah, but, like, probably. they're trying to establish... They're trying to establish democracy in a state, yeah. like... And, yeah, they're trying to prove that democracy is better than yeah, and you don't, communism you, at that point. They'll <laughs> bomb you until you think it's better, bitch! I mean, they already did, do like, bomb the shit out of them. They just, like, yeah. they used napalm, they dropped chemical agents on them, it's yeah. not like... Yeah, it's they weren't like nice they about the it. They might as well have dropped the nuke, honestly. Yep. At that point... Yeah, other than the symbology of the nuke, I yeah, would say like they public did opinion in the war yeah. just like dropped significantly when it looked like it wasn't going anywhere, and like their only way of showing that they were winning quote was by body count, and like how does that attribute yeah. to anything? Yeah, it's like oh, we got we got a good rate kill death ratio. Yeah, yeah well, it's okay. Like, and, and people people All at right. home don't, people at home don't fucking care about that. They only care about no. our people. Yeah, like, yeah. They don't care um, how many of you. I think that was the killed. first like largely televised war i think that was what lost them a lot of popular support so yeah uh like speaking of the approaching war with with russia versus ukraine we know so much about it because it's all all over tv and the internet what's going on yeah and i think that's why there's very little support for anybody to intervene and for even people Probably people in Ukraine, probably people in Russia don't even want to fight the war because they know what it's all going to entail. And it's just, 
there's no Big propaganda bone. that you can spin to say, yeah, this is worth you quitting your Dota 2 team and your pro team that you just won the, the TI with last year. Now you got to go fucking fight your other Dota 2 team players. Well, propaganda is different now, too, how they do it. Because back in the day, like in World War II, they would just, you'd only have your like couple stations. If you were in Europe and like Germany, you'd listen to like whatever like the fastest news was and they you'd they'd be like all right this is it and there'd just be people yeah, making jo- it joseph goebbels radio one yeah dude yeah. joseph goebbels yeah. <laughs> i like calling so, him joseph gobbles though it sounds funny gobbles yeah. yeah i mean he's scary enough you can call him whatever you want he looks like a bit of like a vulture fucking, dude yeah but he's like one of the most evil people in history so yeah, he's, yeah. he was he Doesn't was really in charge of the propaganda going. right yeah he was yeah. the answer of propaganda yeah. fucking yeah. guy joseph so gobbles. i think when war comes the internet's going to be split and it's going to be like the great wall of the great firewall of china that's going to be everywhere i wasn't expecting so we're not going to get russian information or i I, I wasn't expecting tensions of a war that's actually going to be like a traditional military war in any time in the future like i was not expecting tensions to have this bro you've been sleeping well no but like every war since vietnam has been a proxy war like yeah. when's the when's the last time like countries like uniformed fought against each other? Dude, Vietnam was five kind of years a proxy ago when they took too. Crimea. I would say, like, yeah, I agree. Um, they need more Labans from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't Ange- know what they they Ange- need. Ange- I think they just want the strategic port in Myanmar. But why? Well, they want the whole Black Sea. They want all of the Ukraine, dude. Yeah. They do. It's pretty clear. And so, clear. do you not have enough land? Thing, you're right? Russia. Imagine being the biggest country, and you're like, I want more. Like, can you sit the fuck down, bitch? Like, if anything, it should be the other way around. Yeah, but when, when's enough, right? Because they took over Crimea like five years ago. Ukraine's yeah, been yeah, yeah, basically yeah, at war with them the whole time, right? Like, they've been fighting nonstop. There's like thousands of people have died, and now they're like, okay, well. We're just going to take Crimea. We're just going to take Crimea. And now they're like, oh, you know, we're just going to take the the eastern part of Ukraine, right? Yeah, like the provinces that want to like uh, secede. Right? They don't want to secede. Like that's all propaganda. It, it's just not? him saying that they're separatists. No, that that's what I was trying to tell you. There, there they are don't rebel, want there are to secede. In, there are rebels in those areas, though. The right? rebels are Russian. They're they're literally Russians that have been in the country and they're fighting the Ukrainians. They're not Ukrainian gorillas or anything like that. They're just literally Russians. Monkeys. Yeah, and that's what it's been the whole time. Monkey. Monkey. Are you trying to draw our attention by ringing the bell, Mark? Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> Russian separatists. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's... It, it, it's all just wording. Are they, are they Russians? They're not that, Russian are, separatists. Or, are they Russians that have lived there the entire time, or are they Russians no. that moved there? They're Russian Russians. And that's what, what it was it? when they took Crimea, because they said the exact same thing. Oh, there's these these Russia-backed Ukrainian separatists. Russians. They're literally just Russian soldiers. Yeah, Russia they, literally separated in the eastern area. area. So they're yeah, basically, they're, the KGB is pulling a CIA. Yes, that's exactly what it is. We're woke here. We know what the U.S. does. We're yeah, no, it, it, it's not like it's not like Quebec's Biden. like, oh yeah, we really just want to separate. And the the USA is like, oh, don't worry, we'll protect you, and we'll make sure that you have sovereignty from from the rest of Canada, and we'll we'll fight Canada to to stop them. Right? <laughs> it's not like that. And then all of a sudden, like five years later, they're like, oh, well, actually, Quebec joined USA. It's like that's that's not. That's not at all what's going on here. Imagine if Quebec so desperately like they wanted to secede and they did and they did in the end because it was a, t- a close vote. Imagine if they did, dude, the pre- they, they shit themselves and then they just joined America. Like, dude, president, so dude the U- Ukrainian president Zelensky is a Chad. Do you know what he, he made a statement to Russia and he said, "When you attack us, you will see our faces, not our backs." Oh dang! Really? That's, pretty, that's scary. That's pretty, that's pretty Chad. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for anybody living in ukraine right now though they're they got an unwinnable fight ahead of them they're gonna lose a lot of friends okay so clearly like these rebels are 100 percent like russian backed i just don't i'd like to see more concrete evidence of whether they're actually russian in nationality 
Yeah, I guess you're gonna have to go back through their family trees or something. I don't know. Well, I just wanted I want to know like if they've lived in Ukraine for like a, like a certain amount of years, right? Because if they've lived in Ukraine like prior to the whole Crimea the Crimea thing, like. But you uh, remember you were saying, oh, they should take a vote on if they want to separate. Well, yeah. there's no vote. They don't want to separate. It's just Russia's literally annexing part of the country. They're just doing it bit by bit, like one one bite at a time. Brick, there, right, you're brick. not going to get a section of Ukraine that's like, you know, everybody that lives here really just wants to be Russian again. So uh, why don't Putin? we invite Putin over and got a likable he'll just take us back. Yeah, he does have a likable And it's, and it's not like he, like, is involved in Russia cheating in the Olympics or anything, so of course I no. trust him. Yeah. To not do anything dastardly. Yeah, it's all horse shit. Don't believe anything. Don't believe it. It's how they get you. I don't know, like, I just think it's weird, like, that the UN is kind of just chilling back and be like, you know, like, I read an, an article that Biden and, like, or some, like, the US administration was saying that if Russia attacks... They'll just be, they're going to impose the harshest sanctions possible. And it's yeah, like, oh, exactly. oh it's no. Sad. It's so sad. Oh no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> a trade embargo. Ooh. Yeah. It, yeah. It didn't stop them five years ago. It's not going to stop them today. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I hope that Russia does not attack Ukraine because, like, world tension is just going to Bro, be they already did. Yeah, they've literally been doing it. <laughs> well, I know, yeah. that, I, I, I know that they're, like, they're, they have boots on the ground, like, in Ukraine territory now, but it's not like there's, like, full-scale warfare going on is what I mean. Because, like, if, if it goes to full-scale warfare, dude, like, Russia is just going to roll Ukraine. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of lives. That's why lost Ukraine because... can't fight that way. That's why they're they're trying to do like more of a guerrilla tactic kind of thing. That's the only Could... way that a small force can win against the large one a little bit. Yeah, just like, just like Vietnam. Yeah. Get to bring the Vietnamese over. Vietnam Vietnam was like different because it was so far away though too. Like these people are right next to each other. Yeah, it's not America just sending all these planes. That's the thing, dude. America like had to spend a fuck ton of money to do that. Like a fuck ton. Yeah. So well, America usually know. makes money off of war. Yeah, it was all, like, it was that's why they went like, to um, Iraq three times. Yeah, it was all. Well, Vietnam is also like those people were born and raised in the jungle, and the U.S. have never fought in the jungle. That's what I mean. Whereas yeah. UK and Russia is probably a little more similar in terrain. Yeah, but I still yeah. guerrilla war tactics still can still apply, dude. Like, yeah. But the other thing is that there have been Russians and Ukrainians like soldiers shooting each other. Oh, I know. The, I've, on I've, the I've, Eastern I've, Front for yeah, I've, like I've five watched some years. videos. I've watched some yeah. videos of that. They 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 skirmish. They they exchange fire and artillery and yeah. But so there's but there's never been a move, war basically. But, I know, but there's never been a movement of the front line, and there's there's never been like you know at least in the last the front five line years, just moved. Know, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Like, they're yeah. moving. Tr- well, they're moving. Tr- well, clearly they're like is the Ukraine they redrew the border. Is the Ukraine military in those regions? They must not be because of the, these Russian rebels that are have been in those regions. So, yeah, well, the Russians basically slip over the border because it's a humongous border, right? And then they set up in some town, and then they I saw video. I saw right? videos of um, like Russian MI, like the MI helicopters, like coming in and dropping troops off. Yeah, the MI twenty eights. I think is that what they are? The Hind helicopter. Uh, no, the MI-28 is an attack helicopter. Oh, that would... Yeah, okay. MI, is it the MI-24? Yeah, the MI-24 is... MI-24. I'm going to have to look this one up, because I like helicopters. Yeah, I think that's the Hind, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it is the... That, that is the Hind. Yeah. So the name... I always remember that one, because in Metal Gear Solid 1, uh... The very it, the game starts off and then they're like, oh, I hear a hind helicopter, and then it comes and lands and then yeah, liquid sneaks in it. That's what NATO calls them, apparently. Yeah, it's just like every every aircraft has a has a name. Like the F twenty two is the Raptor. The hind, the hind's actually pretty wild, dude, because it's like it's an attack helicopter and a transport in one. Yeah, they're kind of interesting, aren't they? They're old too, but I mean, most aircraft are actually quite old. Yeah, well, it's also Russia, like. All their shit's old. Yeah. I mean, all of our I mean, shit's going to be old, too. Look at Putin. Well, of course, we're Canada. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we got all the, the hand-me-down submarines our, and our, shit. Our, our, na- our Navy is literally just Cody in a rowboat. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, apparently Canada sent over like four or five hundred soldiers. I don't to, know if they're Ukraine? in Ukraine. It didn't say in the article that I read where exactly it says they, they, they sent them. They sent them to Europe. But yeah, that just but said the, Europe. The, the Ukraine isn't in NATO, right? So, like, realistically, like, NATO has no obligation to defend Ukraine. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But Canadians have always traditionally been peacekeepers, so. They'll, we'll be there in some capacity. We're not. Keep, there's imagine. no keeping. The, uh, I don't think. Like, no, there's no Canada. Like, yeah. <laughs> Biden. Biden canceled that like peace summit that they were supposed to have with like Russia, but to be like because they didn't think it was going to go anywhere. But it's like now, like I wonder what the fuck is going on behind the scenes. Because why would you cancel a peace summit? Is that if that's what you're striving for? Even if you think it's not going to go anywhere, why would you cancel a peace summit? I agree. And at least, yeah, at least I agree. not bring it to the table. So, like, what's going on behind the scenes? Oh, did you see, uh, so the French President Macron, uh, he sat at a table with Putin, and then he refused to do the COVID test in Russia because he was scared that his DNA was going to be stolen? Did you hear about that? Yeah, so they sat at this super long table so they could maintain distancing. Huh. So, uh... Yeah, yeah I, a Zoom call at that point. Yo, the podcast well. <laughs> Yo, Trump, Trump praises Putin's actions, and you yeah, guys Trump and it. Putin are butt buddies for sure. Well, Trump's just a fucking retard, dude. I mean, he's, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Putin is now saying it's independent, a large section of Ukraine. How smart is that? He's going to go in and be a peacekeeper. It's like <laughs> well, dude, the, the thing is, the thing is too. I guarantee, if Trump, if Trump was president of the United States, his opinion would be completely different. Oh like, yeah. He, He'd literally be sitting there like, you fucking, I'm going to fucking drop the bombs on you, you fucking Russian <laughs> yeah, bastard. Yeah, he would say that too. You're right. <laughs> but now he's just back to to businessman. Like you're, like, yeah. like, he'd be sitting there behind his fucking podium saying, you want to get fucked by the long, hard dick of the law? Like, <laughs> Trump, dude. I miss the days Trump when... Trump is wild. Yeah. I, miss, yeah, I miss the days when you turn on the TV and it'd just be Trump doing some speech and he'd just be like... You just say something fucking hilarious, and you'd be like, "Yep, <laughs> yep <laughs> there you go, buddy." <laughs> was this fucking funny, man? Okay, so yeah, we we have tr- we we've been you moving. You know how to butter tr- people up. We've been moving troops to Latvia. Okay, Latvia. 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 I'm gonna have to look on a map because I'm not actually sure where it's, all these it's, it's, are. It's Latvia is above Lithuania and, and a bit uh, below Estonia, and it's like okay. bordering Belarus. So yeah, I think it's Belarus. Ukraine, because we La- were playing Lithuania, Har- Latvia, then because we were playing Hearts of Iron Four, and I was playing Russia. I took over Latvia. I see. Okay, we got the we got the Google Maps open. Let's see, Belarus, Latvia, Estonia. Yeah, so Ukraine is below Belarus. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of just they're trapped. They're in trouble. I just like. I don't know why the the uh, Russia is getting so pissed off that Ukraine wants to join NATO. Like, I don't understand how you could take it that personally, where it's like you're you're willing to start World War Three over it. Yeah. Well, that's like how that's like how petty I got when someone ate my lunch at work. Yeah, I'm just thinking if we, if we let this go on for thirty years, they're gonna say, "Hey, uh, West Germany has traditionally been." Russian and they wanna, they wanna secede. They want sovereignty and they want to be part of Russia again. Yeah, they're separatists. So we're just gonna march into West Germany. Yeah, we, we got Germany? we got Berlin now. Yes, uh, East East Germany. You're right. <laughs> you're like you know, they were pretty communist. <laughs> <laughs> they were for a little bit, yeah. And they loved it. Let me tell you, they loved yeah, it. We had yeah, yeah, my, my grandma grew country. up there. My grandma grew up in Eastern Germany. They had tons of food, so much food, overabundance of food. <laughs> wow. That's, That's too good. good, dude. It's so much food, an abundance of food. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just just like Russia. Yeah, the good old days they called them. I used to work with a guy from Romania, and he was there when Romania collapsed, and it was basically just like buildings were being blown up nonstop. And he he was a, a refugee, I guess. So in Al- in Albania, Romania. Oh, Romania. 
Albano. Yeah. So Albano. one of those other EA <laughs> countries that were part of Russia. Suka bilieta. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking Russians. Fucking Russies. You know what though? In I guess in that region, I heard Croatia is really nice. Croatia. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Actually, like one of my like one of my old coworkers, he he played lacrosse. Like to and, uh, to vacation too. Yeah, I've heard it's really really nice there. Oh. Uh, one of my coworkers played lacrosse, and uh, he actually he went to Croatia for like a big tournament. Because apparently lacrosse is huge there. Yeah, that's cool. Croatia's on like the other side of Hungary, though. Yeah, yeah, but he, he like he said Croatia is like super fucking nice. That's cool. I feel like it would be. Yeah, it, it's on like the, the Adriatic. It's, well, yeah, it's got like Italian and Greek climate, like. It's like on the coast. It's a coastal, awesome. co- it's a coastal country. Like, I've heard it's really, really nice. I'd be down. I kind of want to go check out some of these places, but Croatia. not right now. One of my but one of my old buddies too is Croatian. You know, he speaks super highly of it there. Croatia, Asia. I'm sitting Croatia. here. Look, I'm, I'm looking at a map of Ukraine and drawing my own war plans. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Start a Hearts of Iron campaign to see who's going to win this battle. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in Hearts of Iron, Ukraine and Belarus are part of the Soviet Union, so because it's World War Two. Right. Yeah. I guess. So you're, you're already, they would you, be. you already own all that shit. <laughs> they're traditional lands, man. They should have that like, back. Well, like, sure, they're but like. What what was it? I, man, I gotta look into more history of the collapse of the USSR. I guess because I don't know much. The USSR. Well, let's talk about it next week. You can you can tell us what you learned. I got yeah. boomer knowledge, so who knows if it's even right anymore? How much of Russia is even like a pleasantly habitable place? I don't know. I feel like a lot of it's that's dog. a good question. How much of well, Canada is pleasantly habitable? Yeah, right. Lots like most of Canada's dog. Like ten percent of Canada, I would say. Like I'm the rest of it is, is just us digging <laughs> shit out of the ground to sell. I'm on like I'm on like Google Earth right now, and I just went to like the northeast coast of Russia, and I'm just like picking cities and looking at the Google Map like Street View. Oh, like <laughs> and isn't like Kazakhstan over on that side? Uh, no, dude, I'm talking like the northeast coast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I'm 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 looking like at some Alaska. city. I'm looking at some city called Tiski right Tixi right now, and it looks like fucking dog shit. Titty nipples. <laughs> Like I, so I, I, I remember, honestly, like a, a couple of months ago, when you were talking about how great Yellowknife was, it's not like that, is it? Oh my god! I remember no, the dude, that, dude, that, I'd be like looking at these pictures. I'd be surprised if someone lived here. Oh, that good. Like, like it looks like fucking Pripyat. Yeah. <laughs> like, po- like literally, like this is like. It, it looks I don't like even a see any nu- roads going over that. That it looks part like a nuclear, country. like a nuclear nightmare with a port. Like it's a it's like a port town and that's all that's there. Like, I mean, there's apartment buildings, so clearly people live there. But my god, that place looks like absolute donkey ass. Yeah, I think it's just too far north. It's like in the Arctic Circle. They got they got so much land that it's just basically uninhabitable, kind of like we do. Like we've got all those those Baffin Island type things where you got like one military outpost with like a hundred guys on it, and that's the entire population of the region, right? I imagine it's very similar there. Like it literally looks like it looks like if like New York City from like starting from 1910, like the start of the Great Depression, was inhabited by like tribal Muslims. Oh god. And the, and the, and that's huh. the progression that they've had for the next 100 years. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah, when I talked to like I used to work with a Russian guy and he told me that Russia has the same laws across the whole country. But the difference is the punishments are different because some of Russia lives in the modern age and some of it lives in, like, the Middle Ages. So yeah. whereas stealing in Moscow, you might get a fine or a light prison term. Stealing way off in the boonies, you might uh, get your hand chopped off. And that's just, like, how it is, right? Actually? I don't know if it's the hand chop off thing, but the punishments are much more different. More ancient, yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. It... it the country has many different time periods, all all today. You know. Okay, la- landscape wise, like some of these places look fucking gorgeous. Not gonna lie, like yeah. it looks like I'm it, it looks like I'm looking at Saskatchewan, like or something, but with more rivers and like 
like a well, lot. Well, Saskatchewan, like northern Saskatchewan, is actually supposed to be extraordinarily beautiful. It's just that it's really hard to get up there because there's no roads. You have to fly in or drive up the ice roads in the winter. Like some of these towns stay, are cool. I've heard, okay, so like I've heard Moscow is actually like really nice. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's gorgeous. Uh, St. Petersburg is where uh, the guy I used to work with was from. And that's their northern capital. Yeah. The first picture of it shows a star for it. That's really cool. Yeah, some of those old European places with the star forts, they're just gorgeous. Star forts don't, I, I actually, don't really um, exist anymore. It was a kind of a failed concept. Unfortunate. I would actually yeah, like Belgium had I, a bunch. I would go to Moscow because also Moscow's like uh, food scene is apparently really hype. Yeah, I've heard like of people what? working in in Russia and just having a great time over there. What's like a Russian like? What would be a Russian to like food? Uh, there's this so there's this restaurant in Moscow called White Rabbit, and it's like one of the like most prestigious like restaurants in the world. Like they got a few Michelin stars or a couple Michelin stars, I think. Okay. Huh. How do you get a Michelin star? You have to Ins- pog. In- insanely good, like restaurant all across the board with creative endeavors in food. Okay. You don't you don't get a Michelin star unless your food stands out from everything from everybody else. So if like, you made the, the way, best the hamburger in the entire world, you couldn't get a Michelin star, probably, right? It depends, because I think there's, like, a sushi restaurant, but there's I think there's only one sushi restaurant in the world with a Michelin star. So, like, I don't know what they're doing different to get that Michelin star, but I know it's, like, very upscale, and obviously it's, like, an amazing eating experience. I've heard that they craft sushi specifically. Like, they'll it'll have the soy sauce kind of, like, embedded okay. in it somehow. So, uh, look, look, up, look up White Rabbit Moscow, and uh, they have a menu there. So you can check yeah. out, like, what they're serving and check it out but I've, I've heard that this is like one of the better restaurants and it's in like the top 100 in the world oh it's closed right now damn it i wanted to go oh it's gorgeous just the just the first picture is gorgeous let's see the menu what they got yeah go to the kitchen menu and check out what they got yeah and blessedly holy this is shit that, yeah that, that looks fancy it is it's, oh. a fine di- it's, it's fine dining like the, it's, it is fancy it's very expensive Joy without guilt, expanding personal boundaries, waste-free consumption. Okay, the prices are in, are in rubles. Yeah, it's obvious. It's in rubles. Obviously, it's in Russia. Yeah. yeah. What is a phalanx? I wonder. Dude, that's so funny. Uh, that, that's like an ancient spear and shield formation. Yes, I know that part, but <laughs> it says king crab phalanx and Brunoise sauce. Brunoise. Is that how you say Brunoise? Brunoise. Yeah. Kumamoto oysters. Murmansk sea urchins. I wonder what eating a sea urchin means. Bernois sauce? It might be Bernois. That could be. I don't know how to pronounce that French word. You should, uh, they they were, this restaurant was featured on Chef's Table. Okay. And that's how I heard about it. And, like, yeah, they, they they talk to, like, the guy who owns the restaurant, and, like, he's, like, the head chef, and, uh... They go over like their menu, like why it started, and like all this other stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. If you what haven't if it's watched all seafood, if you haven't watched Chef's Table, dude, I highly recommend it. It'll like if you have a slight interest in food, that'll turn it into like a fucking actual interest. Yeah, the pictures are pretty sick. I will say, I actually don't know pictures. what. Dude, most Moscow of looks sick. Are. Out the window, like at nighttime from this restaurant, it looks sick. Yeah, their gallery. Yeah. Yeah, the, the gallery is, like, looks very nice. I know it's, like, at the top of a building. Yeah, it's got really old-looking, like, really nice wood carvings and everything. It's very gorgeous. It looks especially good at night, I find. Yeah, they're... they're yeah, Moscow they're is, like, like, just to go hang out and... I heard that there's no, I heard that there's no homeless there because they threw them all in the gulag. Good. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, like, good, dude, good. Look, looking at the looking at their food gallery, like I can see why it's like like there's this one that literally looks like it's a field of grass, like this one dish. That's in the, the gallery. 
yeah, if you go to gallery and then dishes and then look at like look at the food and like you could probably see why it's like a very prestigious place. Yo, it looks it actually looks like it's all like made of plastic in this one. Like, like it's all decoration. It looks so good. Yo, yeah, but it's actually a field of grass with the dirt. What is that? Yeah, and I'm sure that's the whole, really I'm, interesting. I'm I'm sure it's edible too. Well, I'm yeah. But what is it? Can you imagine? Yeah, you spend like eighteen hundred rubles on that, and they're like, you can only eat those little morsels on top. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the fourth picture, there the radishes are sliced so thin that they're translucent, and yeah, they just I look lo- like I little that. flower petals. I it's love gorgeous. that. Dude. Yeah. So the the thing about restaurants like this too is that. Like, when you go to fine dining restaurants, the portions are intentionally small, and it's not because it's, like, they're trying to rip you off. It's so that you can try, like, many things on the menu without your stomach filling up. Because when your stomach starts to fill up, your taste buds, like, decrease in sensitivity. Oh, is that so? Huh. Yeah, so, like, you, like that's why, you know, when your stomach tells you that you're full and, like, food doesn't taste as good as it did when you first started putting it in your mouth. Oh, okay. I thought they would just do, like, a, a sorbet or something to be a palate cleanser. No, it's, it's honestly, like, when you start to get full, like, your taste buds aren't as sensitive. Yo, what the fuck is up with that glass? Uh, it's, it's a bowl that's made of ice. With yeah, it's got, like, a soup green... in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck what is that? Is. that? <laughs> so I was it's saying, got a bunch of flowers on it. it looks dude, like if I ordered that, I would really be like, cool. fuck. <laughs> it, looks like, what, it looks like a gazpacho of some sort, like a cold soup. I'm going to see if I can find it on there. It looks like if you ate that, you would get, like, E. coli, because it's, like, swamp water. But at the end of the day, it's fine dining. What do I know? I I eat McDonald's. Like, gazpacho is, like, uh, cold tomato soup, so it's probably something of that sort. Is it this okroshka on brine with milky mushroom? It it sounds like tomato caviar and garden greens. I don't know. Um cold appetizers? What, dude? Some of these are so weird looking. Like, there's just so many flowers. Well, it's, all, it, it's edible flowers. Maybe it's this dessert. Wild persimmon, zabioni dessert, and vanilla. Look, look, there's another picture of it, too. There's, it has green cubes in it, and it's also a green soup in an ice bowl. Yeah. I bet you it's an ice cream type thing, because it... No, I think it's no. a soup. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think it's it's a, I think it's a soup. It yeah. has like it has like flowers and shit in it. It'd be like the yeah. weirdest ice cream. It's, def- ever. it's definitely it, it's it's definitely like a cold soup. Okay. Ew. If you want to, if you guys want to take a travel, a, a little bit of a travel, like when borders open up to a restaurant that's a little closer to home, uh, Alinea in Chicago is something that I've always wanted to go hit. Alinea. How do you spell that? A L I N E A. A L I N E A. Chicago. The head chef of this restaurant actually ended up getting mouth cancer, and he couldn't taste for a while. And then, uh-huh. at, like miraculously, his like taste came back. What? The gallery years. So maybe that's how you get the mission star. It's like you turn food into decoration as well as well. It's, a, it's, a food, taste it's food. In, it's food into theater. Is what it is. Yeah, like that's how, that's how I look at it. Anyways, like if you want to get a Michelin star, you better be doing things that other people aren't. Very interesting. Like, um, the Alinea, they, they they I watched um like an episode of Chef's Table on them, and they they did this one dish where they would bring out like a platter for you, and okay. they would have skewers of vegetables on this platter. And then on the platter, they would have a charcoal fire burning so that you could roast your vegetables at your table on this charcoal fire. That's cool. And and then when you were, like, halfway done your vegetables and they were all roasted, the waiter will come around and he would break the charcoal fire apart and there would be a chicken roasting inside the charcoal fire and you didn't even know it was there. Oh, neat. They also that would, is the think, theater part. That's so cool. Yeah, and they also I think they're the, one of the first restaurants to um, make in like actual balloons full of helium that are edible. Huh? What the fuck? Yeah, they, they made they well they they used um, they used candy like it was basically like cotton candy floss kind of deal, but like I guess melted sugar or something, and then they used like some kind of like elasticity agent uh with the melted sugar to make it so that you could actually blow helium into a wad of it and it would create a balloon 
They must have like special patents or something. Like somebody comes up with this crazy invention to turn food yeah, they, into stuff. And Alanea is pretty famous for um, like doing or playing tricks on your eyes and your taste buds. Cool. From what I've heard. Weird. Oh, so like you, you eat something expecting a certain flavor. And yeah. yeah. It, it looks they like make... a steak, and next thing you know, it's actually a fucking... Well, they, there's one that it's they a gave... carrot. It's a carrot, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking a... how. <laughs> there's one that they did that was... Um, they had strawberries that tasted like tomatoes and tomatoes that tasted like strawberries, and they would serve them to you on the same plate. Very cool. The snozberries don't taste like snozberries. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to try fine dining someday. But yeah, a plate, like, like, just go for some ten course meal or something. Isn't it yeah. when we went to Coast? It was like borderline fine dining. I wouldn't. Really. I wouldn't call Coast fine dining because the because the way the portions and like the um, like the serving. I guess they the have entrees they there. I guess yeah, that was like the, the fanciest that I've ever eaten was Coast. Yeah, Coast, Coast I know Coast it gets is, a lot more. Coast is really nice. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I, I had a I, great time there. I love Coast. It's a great restaurant. I want to try and that definitely... restaurant next to them next what, next time I come down. The, you know when they have Black a and ballet? Black and Blue? Yeah. Black and Blue is owned by Coast as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same price range as Coast. Okay. Unless you're getting Wagyu beef steaks. Yeah, maybe just then, one. Then you're paying like 300 bucks for a steak. Yeah. Maybe one time. I mean, you gotta do it once. If you've never eaten a Wagyu steak, you gotta do it once. Here we are are acting bougie, but we're poor as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I am very poor. Yeah. If I buy McDonald's, I'm like, oh man, this is. Oh yeah, Locke, don't worry. I'll send my private jet to come pick you up. Sick. There we go. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter if we're poor because we're famous. I'll have a gay prostitute for you, just like you like. Thank God, yeah. Hugo! Yeah, Hugo. <laughs> Hugo be there to fucking ride your cock. If I'm not getting some butt all the way to BC, it's not worth the flight. Yeah, give me some ass! <laughs> I gotta grab me some cheeks. What was it, yeah, bedtime? That's, a, that's, a, that's a, what I nicknamed my male prostitute, Cheeks. Cheeks! <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky, breaky. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, you know, next week we'll see. Ya. That was a productive episode. You're yeah. good, damn right.